0: Hi, guys, and welcome back to another episode. You have got me, Courtney. And Steph. <laughs> and
1: I'm Steph. like, this is me.
0: And <laughs> we're in the middle of a coffee fit. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> uh, great time to press record, Courtney. Well done. There she goes again. <laughs> All right, today, guys, we're going to be talking some top tips for a solid sibling introduction and mm. i would love to start this uh, conversation off with a bit of a, a preface because there's a lot of um there's a lot of oh i feel so sorry for my first child mentality mm. around it. having first and yeah first and second children all the rest of it and i would love to offer a bit of a mindset shift around this and just say that it's actually expanding the love in your family, for one. Mm. And for two, your second child will never know what it's like to just have just you. They are always going yeah. to contend with an older sibling. So mm. I think it's quite, I don't know, quite a negative way really to start off. A, I'm really sorry, my my poor first child's going to miss out on me now because there's going to be a new baby around. And I think if we're bringing that energy to it, then our kids are going to pick up on that as well. So... Mm.
1: That's probably where we're going to see mm. the, you know, the real acting out before and after baby is born. And it's it's a normal feeling, guys. Like, you know, we can sit here mm. and tell you don't feel it until we're blue in the face, but you're going to feel it. Um, I would also like to love to offer another reframe to that. Again, I had two. my my first two babies were 17 months apart and I very much had these feelings. But now they're four and five and a half and they are best mates. Like what I did Mm. for my oldest child was give him a best friend. And like that, honestly... I think, like, you know, I'm all for one and done, but I genuinely believe for, for me that the best gift that I've given my children is their siblings because they mm-hmm. are just, you know, just wait until you see them start to interact and, you know, just wait until you bring them home and the big brother's so excited to see their little sister and they want what to hold you them want?
2: and from the baby yeah, like I don't think yeah. anyone can make them laugh like their older sibling
1: no my <laughs> daughter would not laugh at me but like she would laugh it at her big brother she laughed at him a good three months before she would laugh at me I'm like why is he so funny
0: like,
1: <laughs> like honestly it's it is a really beautiful moment but again I would also like to caution against Taking, you know, I, I see a lot of this. Like, you know, I'm about to have my second baby. Like, please tell me that it's going to be okay. Somebody else's experience is not going to be your experience. So just because mm. ten people on the internet tell you that, oh no, it'll be fine, the second one just slots straight in. Like my my second child did not get that memo. He was screaming for ten hours a day. So for me, I would be like, no, the the jump from one to two was really tough.
2: um I've heard that by the time you get to four. It's just like adding another one to I've her. heard that too. Yeah. I'm not gonna, go, I'm not gonna go. try it. let me so, know if you go there. I'm not, I'm gonna... not down for that. But
1: that's what oh, I hear. From no, the I'm not gonna I, I have heard that too. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try that one. But um, yeah. you know, yeah, that everybody's experience will be different. So yeah. So like please mm. go into it knowing that, you know, everybody else's experience isn't gonna be yours. Some people will have had negative experience, some people will have had really positive experiences. But just mm. keep an open mind. Know that some parts are gonna be hard, some parts are gonna be wonderful and it's okay to feel all
2: of the feelings yeah. so 100 into- like yeah. just the last mm-hmm. point on it as well i think is
0: mm-hmm.
2: when it comes to mum guilt like i think we know everybody kind of goes through different stages and phases of mum guilt but mm-hmm. the one thing that we need to do for each other as mothers is help each other take away layers of mum guilt Rather than mm. add to them, so instead yeah. of looking at the the challenges or the cons or the harder parts of introducing a sibling, let's look at the positives of what you're actually mm. going to be to be bringing into the family with that new little squidgy baby.
1: Yeah, I think so it's just cute. important to be realistic about the situation. You know, like yeah, yeah it's positive, it's negative, both. It's it, it can be both. That's okay. Yeah, um, and it's allowed to be like, both. Yeah, yep. that's exactly at right. You're gonna feel both of the down. feelings. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yes. exactly. Yes, indeed. All right, guys, so tip number one. I Something I did with my daughter, actually, as I actually made, like, a really cute little photo book just off Snapfish, super cheap, that always got sales on, like, 56%, mm-hmm. 70% off, and it was just literally like a 6 by 4 kind of photo size um, that would fit into the book. So it was quite a little book, okay? And I just filled it with photos of her growing up. It was only probably, like, 20 pages, not even. Mm-hmm. And it was just photos of her as a little baby being cuddled, being loved, doing new things, all those kinds of things. And we actually spent a lot of time just looking through that and she was actually obsessed with this book. Um mm. Just looking through it and like, oh my gosh, you were such a beautiful baby because our toddlers and, you know, depending on how old they are between the gaps, they need to know that they were a baby once too and that they were loved mm. and adored once too. So when they can look back mm. on that, that's a really, um, that's really special for them yeah. to go. And then also you can kind of bring into that, oh my gosh, and we're going to have like a new baby um, mm. in the house who's going to be just small, just like you were small, mm. you know, and all those kinds of um, l- like that language mm. around that.
1: Um, the, another thing that can really help, and you know, again, this is going to come down to the individual child. I actually never bothered with this. I was very blessed that my children all just loved each other from the get-go. We didn't really have too much, too many issues in this department, but is get a gift from the baby to the toddler. So Mm. it might be like a new special toy. Something I really like, and this is a nice practical gift is going to like Kmart or Big W or whatever and getting a bunch of like things that they can do. So like having like a special box for them, because this is Mm going to double up, right? Like this is going to be that moment (laughs) where you just need a freaking break. You just need your toddler out of your face because you've just finally got the baby down and you just need a second. So, oh, let's grab out your box and you can do some coloring. I would recommend getting things that like, you know, the the text is the only color on paper or (laughs) something (laughs) like that, because obviously when you're feeding yes you cannot chase them um and stop them from drawing all over the walls but things like that that they're going to be able to play with and like when you're feeding the baby hey let's grab out your box because your little sister or brother needs a feed so you know you can play with that or new books and things that you can read to them while you're breastfeeding and things like that can be a really nice gift Sweeten because it's deal. also
2: helpful absolutely yeah I see lots of mums obviously I've, that's kind of where i work but lots and lots of mums that will get their toddler, a baby. So while they're doing yes. nappy changes, the toddler's doing nappy mm. changes. I've seen a so lot of toddlers breastfeeding. It's the yeah, cutest so thing cute. <laughs> ever. Yeah. Um, you know, wearing their baby in a carrier or in a wrap yeah. and putting them down to yeah. bed, and it really like brings them into the experience as well.
0: You
1: can get um like coast- the co-sleeper coast- bassinets from Kmart now as well yeah. so even that might be a good one for you to sort of oh you can put your baby in the bed just like you know your little sister is in 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 our role play. and things like yeah that. just don't yeah. do it when a
2: six year old so... spends all night settling her babies
0: oh so cute. <laughs> it's hard to be a mum. <laughs> oh god she's getting a workout already um i was i've got i've done it again like i literally <laughs> had it on the end of my tongue and it's gone <laughs> I think I need to have a coffee clearly anyway moving on to the next one um when you do that initial introduction it's quite beneficial to have baby new baby in a neutral space because then there's no none of this feeling of that's my mummy why is my mummy holding another baby that's a stranger Mm. essentially you know Mm. and depending on what your child's temperament is like as well if I'm Mm. holding another child at this point my son is not impressed so it wouldn't be a really great start for him if we were to have another kid for me to be the one holding as mm. part of that introduction, yeah. So Having the it's baby quite in the
2: crib and not being held by mum, yeah. And dad it's a good one, a really, yeah. Really yeah. Good one. And
0: have you that's when you'd also probably welcome your toddler into your arms to to do that initial mm. um introduction as well, yep. yeah. yeah, 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 absolutely. You might also and... want to,
1: oh, sorry, um. I was Mm -hmm. just going to say, you might also want to think about where you're going to introduce the new baby. Like, you know, if your child is the type that is really slow to adapt and really struggles with change, Mm -hmm. you might want to introduce the new baby at home where they're in a very safe and comfortable environment for them with, you know, support and both parents and like where they can sort of get emotional if they need to. Whereas if your child's a little bit more chill, like you can take them to the hospital to meet their new baby because it's, you know, Mm -hmm. like remembering that that's going to be an environment that they're never been in before and you're also thrusting this baby and their mother probably in a hospital bed recovering and maybe like especially if you had like a c-section where they're you know your mum can't move and get up and all of the things like that might be quite mm. confronting for your toddler so just mm. think about the way that you might want to introduce and, the and try to sort of take Yeah. Yeah, Try to take yourself out of that equation. Like we know that it can be Mm -hmm. really hard to, um, leave your older toddler at home to go and have a baby. And there's a lot of guilt around that, especially if you've never left them overnight before, but it might be better just to spend that couple of days away from them to, uh, so that you can introduce them in a, in a safe, um, you know, environment that they're, they're comfortable with and they know. Yeah, bringing and can, to the hospital yeah definitely thinking about that them.
2: bigger picture like when we when mm. we look at birth there's like you can't control birth whether you have an elective cesarean whether you're going natural mm. birth whatever it is you can plan always always plan for the worst hope for the best sort of thing have all your boxes t- boxes ticked but mm. you can't control it so the one thing that you can do for your toddler is make sure that that introduction is going to be within your control yeah. and looking at the big yeah. picture um and orchestrated sure around that, them everything else you. isn't going to be yeah. Yeah, really confronting like you know mm. one thing that can work really well is if you do have family or grandparents is kind of mm. having them around so that mm. your toddler is going to get heaps of extra attention as well Buffer. you know everybody yeah. can kind of meet the baby and I always premise like actually look after mum but your toddler mm. is going to get that love showered on them as well mm.
1: yeah absolutely note, be made a fuss as off. well yeah. Like when, when you do have visitors coming to meet the new baby, because we all know that there's like that stampede in the first couple of weeks, I would tell people like, don't even look at the baby until you have greeted my toddler and mm. said hello to them and loved on them. And you know, Oh my goodness. Like, you know, can you show me your new baby? Like, can you introduce me to them? Can you tell me about them? Like things like that, rather than, Oh my gosh, look at the baby. Let me hold it and just kind of ignore the toddler. Cause it can really lead to those feelings
2: of displacement.
0: Well.
2: <laughs> if you're going to visit yeah. the baby, acknowledge mum before you acknowledge the baby because she that just true. had the fucking baby. <laughs>
1: yeah. She just she shot a whole just... ass human out of her body. i don't get how she is. <laughs> and and I the, other,
0: the other point there as well is if you're going to bring a, a gift for the baby or the mother or, or whatever, always bring something little for the toddler as well because it's yeah. just, just that inclusive feeling that needs to happen um another top tip is never ever use the baby as an excuse for why you Mm. are not available to your toddler because that's automatically going to create a little bit of sibling resentment there so if you you know you're held up trying to settle them or feed them or whatever and your toddler's desperate for you to come and play just keep the two things very very set um very separate oh my gosh yes i'd love to come and play with you what do you want to play with Oh, I want to play with the blocks. Okay, cool. Go get the blocks out and mummy will be there in five minutes or two minutes or um, when I'm finished here, I'll come and play with you and then actually mm. do it. Um, but never kind of using the baby, oh, we can't go to the park because it's cold and the baby will get cold outside. Like those kinds of things of using the sibling as the reason why they can't have something or can't do something or can't go somewhere um, mm. is always going to kind of cause a little bit of, come up and so you're better just to yeah. keep the two things very separate
2: yeah and you can Where you, you can, can flip it as well like something that mm. we actually did um that worked really really well was highlighting making the baby wait <laughs> so yes. you know, if i was going to do a feed mm. Rouse on and the and baby work, yeah i won't be I, like i will be there in just a minute first i have to go and just get out some blocks um or mm. i just have to go and help them with their jumper i just have to whatever i had to do yeah just vocalizing it like I'm prioritizing you over the baby
1: yeah Yeah. I always baby please wait yeah. yeah, yeah, like rousing. Yeah, mean? we call it like rousing on the baby. Like it's, you know, it's obvious that we're not rousing on the baby and the baby has no bloody idea. But mm-hmm. it's like, I mean, in my household, again, my kids are a little bit older now, but I will sort of say to them, you know, hey, we need to be quiet because your sister's sleeping. But equally, I will make sure that my kids also overhear me saying things to my daughter like, hey, you need to be quiet because daddy's in bed daddy's asleep so we need to be respectful of the fact that he's sleeping so it's not just like oh the baby's asleep so you can't wake her up it's like no when when people are sleeping we need to be respectful like hey i need you to be quiet because mommy's got a headache like you know things Mm. like that so it's 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 a it's a, a level playing ground for everybody. So if you are, you know, it slips out of your mouth sometimes where it's like, I'm just feeding the baby. I can't do that right now. And you're like, Oh shit, I'm not supposed to be saying that. So like later on down the line, you might sort of, yeah, you might say that to the baby. Just like just a minute, you know, I'm just helping your sister get a snack or whatever. I'll be with you in a moment. Um, can sort of diffuse that if it does end up happening.
0: Hmm. Again, you're tired. It's going to (laughs) happen. It's going to be a default. You're
2: not always going to be on when you've got a newborn and it's (laughs) over. No, no. And, you know, and I guess the next one as well is, you know, as they are growing, like, encourage fun as they grow Mm -hmm. together. As that little baby has, you know, more abilities and they're moving around, they're a little bit more mobile, really encourage those play-based activities where Mm -hmm. they can both kind of get involved and have so much fun together. Because... Like it's it's the foundation of their whole life. If they can start having fun together, looking after each other and playing well at a young age, by the time they get older, they understand mm. each other better. They're more There's actually research of each other. in that.
0: Mm, there's research and in that. And they leave you I, alone I'd... as
2: well.
0: Oh. <laughs> <Bonus>! <laughs> um, I actually put together a full sibling kind of um section in the toddler course that we've just launched, or probably a while ago launched i don't even know what we would be mm. up to but um that, that talks like all of these kinds of like tips and tricks for supporting but one of those was encouraging fun and setting up your kids to have fun together because mm. that's like the number one predictor of how that relationship is going to be in future mm. adults the more mm. fun that the children have together as children the better the relationship is going to be and there's actually research into that so Make that your one thing. Mm -hmm. Have fun together and set them up to have fun together. The next one um was actually to make um make some make any changes either way before baby arrives or way after baby arrives. So if you've got to do like a cot to bed transition, make it happen way Mm -hmm. before so that you can pack that cot down and there's no association of of being in that cot when the the new baby. You need to back up and the new baby has it um yeah you know don't try and ditch a dummy around that time we just want to keep yeah. everything oh, as low training all the big
2: things yeah.
0: nah nah <laughs> yeah. just don't put the pressure on yourself and it's so funny that us parents do that oh, i've got to get my next toddler toilet trained before the next baby comes so mm. i've got one so mm. it's like we put all these arbitrary nonsense things on ourselves yeah. to get sorted but it's always going to be there on the other side. So just chill. Yeah. Like, you know, it yeah. always gets done. It always will get done. Like potty but training just
1: make is sure not all things it's the up to
2: be. When no, you're on the highway no, and, and they're um, like, mummy,
1: I've got a wee. And it's like, oh my God, no. No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and again, I think I've, I've read um, research around um, that as well. Like when we have, or when we, as toddlers, have these really big changes in our lives. And, you know, there's lots of um, emotional development You know and experiences and things going on that our bodily autonomy will actually regress so it is natural Mm -hmm. to see like obviously Mm. sleep regressions toilet regressions um regressions around feeding Mm. because there's so much other stuff going on like Mm. you think about what you're going through as an adult when you are thrust into motherhood well you know imagine doing that as a toddler um, yeah and like
1: you've made that choice right to have another baby the yeah I've not made and a choice for that it. screaming smelly
2: thing <laughs> to come into my house and steal my mom yeah um. and it's funny that you say that because that is the perfect segue into the last one and it is talk about babies You know, what do they do? How do they behave? I remember having these conversations and I think I've even maybe even put it up as a reel with my daughter of like, you know, what do babies do when they're tired? They cry. When they're hungry, they cry. When they're cold, they cry. When they're in happy change, Mm, they they cry. cry (laughs) Actually, like give them some expectations, you know, watch some little videos of how babies behave and newborns behave. Let them know that mum's going to be doing lots of feeding. Mum and dad are probably going to be tired. There's going to be lots of Mm. visitors. So Mm. it's it's not a big surprise. Like the baby enough is a big surprise for a toddler. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they don't mm, get it. it. really
1: is. Even if, even if you sort of prepare them till the cows come home, you're still going to bring home that baby. They're like, what is that? That's what you've been talking about this whole time. What the fuck is that thing? Like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Absolutely. just to, just to quickly go back to the making changes before baby arrives. And this is coming from a sleep perspective. Please don't wait until you're 38 weeks pregnant to decide that you need to stop co-sleeping or stop feeding to oh. sleep. Like, please don't do it. I, I get people contact me all the time and they're like, I'm having a baby next week and I need to get the toddler out of my bed. I'm like, bro, you're way too late. Like yeah. way too late. There is no way that you're going to be able to get this done in that time. During
2: pregnancy, easy is not better. Sometimes you need to do some hard work while you're pregnant to make sure that the easy side of it is when the baby's on the
1: outside. (laughs) 100%. So yeah, if you are going to like, if you've got a child who is really attached to you, that doesn't really cope very well with being away from mum, you are going to need to start preparing them for you not being there. before it happens because otherwise yeah otherwise you've all of a sudden got separation from mom and they come home with this thing that's constantly attached to them you can bet your bottom dollar that they are going to regress significantly in as many areas as they possibly can like sleep behavior feeding they're going to probably you know yeah mom i need i need you to change my change my shorts when they're five and they know how to do it like you know, if if they won't go to sleep for anybody else, you need to get that sorted because realistically you cannot do both.
2: No. And, and on the, the, I guess the flip side of that as well is when it comes to co-sleeping, it is not safe to have a toddler in your bed that does not understand Mm. that there is a newborn in the bed, you know, it's like, obviously it goes with pets and stuff, but toddlers don't have that kind of academic yeah. ability or skills or understanding yet so no. you know if you if your bed is really crowded and you've got a newborn it is creating more risk it just is
1: yeah it is yeah and you know maybe maybe you don't want to move them out of your room maybe you just want to give them their own their own little bed on the floor right mm-hmm. next to you or something like that like it doesn't always have to be this full big move but yeah. please don't wait until the very end and just hope that it's going to get better like to not... deal with it, deal with it as Proactive early as you yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's honestly, it's going to feel hard in the moment and it's probably going to add to like the mom guilt, but it's going to make your life so much easier when that baby comes along and they can, and you know, your toddler will go to bed for dad because you've put in that, mm-hmm. that groundwork now mm-hmm. and it's a lot more it's it's going to be more fair to your toddler because they've had time to get used to that as opposed to being like oh week before the baby's due now nah, you've got to go scream with dad for three hours because yeah. you've never ever gone to sleep for anybody that's not me and now i'm going to disappear and then i'm going to bring home a sibling so enjoy
2: that bye like, yeah. a lot and the other person on. that that's really unfair on is dad you know oh, like he you know, we've got yeah. one in ten dads now suffering with postnatal depression it's really mm-hmm. unfair for you it's to so not allow him time to make those adjustments and those changes absolutely as well. and absolutely. it'll actually make him a whole lot more fucking helpful when that baby arrives <laughs> <Still>
0: Helpful,
1: <laughs> you take the toddler um yeah so look i mean there's there's obviously a lot of different things that can happen when we're introducing siblings but we hope that these tips have helped
0: mm. yes. and if love you've got any why the don't you just like then. yes Drop into our DMs yeah. or when, when you Send see this post up on our Instagram, just chuck them in as a comment because, like, <laughs> yes. you know, sharing is caring help another in the yeah. man. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm sure help that a mum around. So notes. feel yeah. free. Beautiful, Please guys. Be. Thanks so much for being here today. We will see you next time.
2: We hope this episode has encouraged the shit out of you. If you have loved it as much as we've loved recording it, then rate our show, screenshot, share, and tag us.
0: And you can find us at feelgoodparenthood underscore on Instagram. See you next time.